Welcome to Free Range American. Uh, I'm Evan Hafer and Tyler Merritt back again. Round four, five, ten, I don't know. Who cares? Uh, okay, Tyler's got a ton of stuff to do. He's highly caffeinated, very effective. We're just going to jump right into it. What the hell's going on, Tyler? Uh, dang. Well, this is a, I thought, a time limit, 45 minutes. I don't think we have all enough time to go over it. So the highlights, uh, yeah, I think yeah. everyone knows. Let's hit it. Yeah, I think everyone knows this uh, pathogen, and there's a lot of people out there that say it's just like the flu. Why is everyone freaking out? Uh, why do we have to be concerned? It's, you know, we're, we're not a fascist regime. I care about my father. I care about my mother, and they're the ones at risk. I probably already had this thing, uh, pooped my brains out, and uh, don't know it, but shedding it to someone else that I care about, uh, that, that's the concern. So there are a lot of unknowns. There's a lot of things that have not been published that I uh, am fortunately privy to. Um, and I've been working with uh, some of our friends in the special operations group, helping DOD, some of our friends in State Department, sourcing things like this, uh, as well as other PPE. I think in the last couple of weeks, we've sourced about a half a billion dollars worth of PPE. Uh, wow. One of the biggest things is getting it out of a country that mm-hmm. is not necessarily our our. Uh, best relationship. Um, while we're doing that, I got uh, a, a strong relationship with the CEO of uh, Bella Canvas. They make the, the raw yeah. garments uh, for yeah. our USA-made shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, work with the CEO of Haynes, work with a, a few mm-hmm. other groups. We like to call it that Coalition of the Willing. Uh, yep. And it's a bunch of individuals that came together. California was, sh- was shutting down Bella Canvas unless they were essential. Uh, So Chris and I have had conversations pretty much every night. Uh, Chris Blakesley is their CEO, great guy. Uh, And and he transformed his cutting operation. He's got the largest U.S. manufacturing of uh, apparel goods in the country, uh, in this Mm -hmm. country. Uh, And he's got some really talented people. So we came up with this mask. This is simple. Uh, I think right now we're doing about 100 million of these a week um, and distributing them out to everyone. Uh, I've got them at, you know, for free, give them out to firefighters uh you guys are doing mm-hmm. the same thing with coffee that's awesome keeping them caffeinated yep. uh our black rifle yep. store here in savannah you know unfortunately was uh caffeinating everyone giving away coffee but our leadership still decided everything needed to close down um right i'm still working obviously for, for those individuals uh we scaled up production distribution that's pretty much what we're doing now uh with uh, bella canvas uh, and that really just replaces this. So, I mean, you, you, you know the right. difference. Obviously, you're an extremely intelligent dude. Uh, this, this is like stops uh, surgeons from accidentally sneezing on you when they're doing surgery. It doesn't protect the surgeon. It's supposed to protect right. you. Now we're putting it on patients to protect our doctors and nurses. Uh, right. But that, that really doesn't protect them. And, you know, personally, I, I know that this is not the most effective either. So we banded together with another group of individuals, uh, engineers, uh, scientists, filtration experts. Um, haven't really slept in about three weeks. Definitely feel like I'm back on deployment. Uh, it's probably my nice. second best deployed yeah, yeah. birthday. Uh, right. But uh, you know, we came up with a solution and now we're running into a lot of barriers. But uh, people like you, have reached out and been able to help us connect to other individuals. When we hit those barriers, we've adapted, we've overcome, uh, kind of like what you guys have done in, in growing 
uh, your organization, and, and it's no different. So it, it's been an incredibly trying last couple of weeks, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's all coming together now. What's the what's the solution that you're that you're talking about? Like what 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 have you come up with, or can you discuss what you come up with that's kind of solving the problem? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. There's, there's a major issue with this product. So I don't know how familiar mm-hmm. you are with the N95. Uh, Somewhat. So it, mm-hmm. it's made of a, yeah, not going into sciences, but it's made from like 1950s tech. So you're talking about things right. that uh, melt-blown material. That material is sourced mm-hmm. uh, almost 90% in China. There's two factories here. The factory itself, uh, you know, to produce that material, it's about the size of a football mm-hmm. field. Uh, it takes about six right. months to make. It's a German engineering company. So we don't have access and the time to be really stand up anything right now. Uh, so we've right. outsourced everything, you know, manufacturing uh, of our PPE essentially to, uh, to organizations like 3M who outsource almost entirely to China. Yeah. Uh, they have one facility mm-hmm. here in Illinois, but it's not really meant to do this. So th- they've uh, committed to getting 50 million of these a month to our uh, nurses, doctors, first responders. Um, there was a deficit of about $3 billion maybe a week or so ago. We're about $5 mm-hmm. billion now. And we're only doing you know, tens of millions a day, so mathematically you can't connect, right? So I'm, I'm definitely right. more of that math nerd uh, than anything else. Yeah. And the solution that we have is relooking the problem. Uh, so the problem mm-hmm. is you can't make this. This is the cheapest way to protect our people. Like if you're a doctor or you're a nurse, you can't wear anything other than a NIOSH FDA approved N95. We have right. created something that we're going through the FDA accelerated emergency approval, which just came out a couple of days ago. It used to be three years for a medical device. This is class two mm-hmm. medical device. Now, it, then it was six months. That's still not fast enough. Now it's about a two-week approval process, and we're getting accelerated to the front of the line because we have independent test results. We have a sustainable uh, manufacturing capability here in the United States. So I can scale in the next three weeks to uh, 50 million filters uh, using a conglomerate of organizations and a very diversified supply chain uh, to produce filtration material for a reusable mask. So instead of right. trying to get something that you use one time and throw it away, you're supposed to use this one time, throw it away, you right. have the ability to simply remove this filter, put a new filter on, and you're, you're good to go. So oh, that's cool. If, if we can educate people and understand that there's, a, uh, there's currently a government contract that I bid on, it's 500 million units been trying to talk to the uh, contracting official. You're, you've been in the military, right? So uh, mm-hmm. you kind of know how the DOD contracts go. Um, if there's a contractor that writes a contract that's so specific, it's really going to go to one organization. Uh, so if you read it, it's public knowledge. It says, uh, due to the COVID outbreak, I need someone to produce 500 million of these. Uh, that organization that has this doesn't have to show that this mass is effective against the COVID virus, uh, and it doesn't have to do it in less than 18 months. So it's not really helpful for people like my mother, who's a nurse uh, on the front lines, and it's not really helpful for my father. I I like to say it's the equivalent of saying, why don't you guys roll down MSR Tampa in Iraq wearing some body armor that doesn't work uh, in a soft shell Humvee? And uh, right. 
we'll get back to you with something that works. It's that false sense of security. So what, what we're trying to do is educate people. What we're trying to do is show that there's a solution that's USA made. And I think we're, we're finally getting through, but the problem is insurance. The problem is a bureaucratic organization that moves super slow. And people like us, we move very mm-hmm. quick. You know, if there's an opportunity to do something good, you guys are caffeinating uh, police officers. You know, they're out there fighting a really uh, difficult battle. My buddy just got, his father was just murdered a couple days ago. Uh, there's people getting shot left and right in downtown Savannah. It's almost a war zone. Uh, and it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, so banding together and helping out our first responders, doctors, nurses, you know, I I know it's something that you're all about. It's something that we're about and and getting out and educating people kind of what's going on is, uh, using our platform, using our networks to try to, uh, explain to the American public what's going on and how we can fix it rather than just saying everything is jacked up. Someone else, sometimes, someplace is going to fix it. You know, we got a bunch of guys who are uh, really willing and motivated to do what's right. Now we just have to see if our government is going to step in and, and help with that accelerated testing and help get things out the door. We're just not going to wait. That's great, man. Like, honestly, that, that's a, it's a very empowering, I think, it's an it's a, it's a empowering story, I think, of combination of CEOs and business owners coming together. Um, I mean, and I, I guess my first question, you know, this is a pivot from what you're doing, right? So, you know, nine line, obviously you guys special in uh, apparel for the most part, and you, you do a wide variety of, I think, branded, uh, branded products, but this seems like a pretty big pivot for a business to take. What's, <clears throat> when you're looking at the catalyst to that, and you're you're pivoting the business. Are you guys internally manufacturing stuff at your facility there at Nine Line? Or are you guys maintaining your T-shirt printing and things like that? So you're you're actually manufacturing stuff there in in Georgia. Yeah, we're doing both. Um, are so you obviously really? we have our team. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the only thing that's really been getting me through the door of the day is a uh, calf. Uh, right. A steady supply of Adderall, uh, as well as <laughs> some hatred. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it is kind of like that deployment. You 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 have uh, 30 days to plan. You're going to plan every single day up until you go and execute. If you have 30 minutes to go uh, grab some bearded men like yourself, go you know do a vehicle interdiction on MSR Tampa and and pull off some bad yeah. dudes, then you just go and you got to pivot. And you still have to do both, right? So I have right. a, an incredible team. I know your team. I, I know that uh, you guys have the ability to pivot if you were in that kind of manufacturing field. And I'm sure that you would have. Uh, and actually, your, just your connections have been extremely helpful to us uh, last night in particular. But, uh, yeah, I, I've got my COO essentially running all normal operations. And mm-hmm. I have created another team, uh, a, a, a DOD Special Operations, IDIQ, contracting vehicle, mm-hmm. which I'm sure less people know about what I'm talking about, but you do. So there are some other assets that I'm able to tap into to help him. Um, but it's uh, it's really uh, myself with a smaller group of people focusing on this. Uh, we've actually been able right. to use our automations to get out. Uh, you know, I think next week we'll have about a day and a half to get out over a million uh, packages. Of, uh, wow. of masks and that's just these masks 
and then right. by Tuesday hey, we'll start production. What, what, and what's what's that made out of, Tyler? What, what's that made out of? So this is the mass you yeah, just so held this is up. A, so it's cotton poly forty two fifty two forty eight blend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that is it's not really been announced yet, but the Haynes Coalition um, is being tasked to distribute five masks to every household in the country, and it'll be announced right. probably in a few days. Um, so right now they're working on an, an antimicrobial additive, which is a silver and copper uh, nanofiber that's embedded in this. It's just mm-hmm. a timely process. So it, it helps right. to kill that pathogen when it hits this material. Something that we were working on before when we source things to uh, certain tier one guys. You know, we get really sticky. Yeah, yeah. I know I've gone mm-hmm. for yeah. days and days without showering or changing. Uh, right now is one of it. Uh, I'm wearing my girlfriend's shirt. Somehow I fit into it. I just saw uh, you change your shirt. It was incredible. The engine you got under there like is nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. I love you too. <laughs> A uh, little bit of levity. Hey, dude, it, it, <laughs> you got it, man. And so I, I, I would say this, that the, the um, equivalent ask uh, to the civilian population, this, the, the civilian organizations out there is, hey, I need you guys to pivot operations to become essential. Uh, I need you to create a spaceship out of the spare parts in your garage. And then mm-hmm. once you're done building that spaceship and you show that it's better uh, than the NASA program i need you to show that it conforms to all nasa regulations because that's essentially what's happening you know we've shown independent tests and we've shown this thing works but i can't do it because of insurance requirements fda approval is too long uh the Mm -hmm. the government won't indemnify the insurance agents the insurance won't indemnify the hospitals the hospitals won't indemnify the doctors so i have doctors coming to me directly signing waivers because i can't even give it to them for free Mm -hmm. good samaritan law doesn't count so i'm giving them all of these ones we developed, we've gone through like 30 different iterations. The mass production, mm-hmm. you know, injection molding starts on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But we've been every single day a team of about 20 incredibly smart aerospace engineers, mechanical engineers, guys who work on NASA, guys who work at Gulfstream, guys who work on, you know, these things for uh, very complex parts. We've been doing it with, the, 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 with them in unison, getting prototypes, getting it to nurses and doctors. But even though it's wanted and it's well received and it's way cheaper than this, uh, really, the approval it's way cheaper than that. Yeah, just out of the long term, yeah, think right? About because this. you can replace it. Five days. Five yeah. days. So I've sourced. I've sourced. Uh, I got one. I'll send it to you. It's a contract from uh, my mm-hmm. favorite uh, company. I can't say because apparently I've already been threatened for lawsuits. But they also are being sued for jacking up um, earplugs. Knowingly, right. so this yeah, company yeah. will send a, a a contract to me through a third party intermediary in London because you know they this company also took all of our PPE and shipped it uh, overseas about two weeks before. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm talking about at this point, hundreds of millions of dollars of the product, and then jacked mm-hmm. up the price. Somebody did uh, about a thousand percent and sold it back to us slowly, very slowly. Mm-hmm. You know, right. um, so that that's kind of verified by. Uh, independence, State Department, other things have been published, <laughs> right. other things. But, uh, you know, that is kind of what we're up against. You're talking about billions of dollars a day. So when you're selling this at $7 a mask when I'm buying 10 million of them for the government, I make $0, by the way. I just introduce people uh, to one another. $7 a mask. This thing, you know, I'm working on getting the final prices. When I use like a, a very high-end 3D printer that's hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, it, it cost me about 40 bucks for the masks. 
Mm-hmm. I think we're sold on like $45. And then I was told I can't. Right. I actually had to refund all those people because I, I had one word that was misspelled or misspoken. Uh, but we ended up getting the polymer mold. Um, it's going to be done on Tuesday. So I'll get this price down to about $15 in the smaller volumes. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to get it down to about $10. Um, and the final version is freaking awesome. But uh, the filters, right? So this is like, imagine this like cocaine, right? Uh, I used to do a lot of stuff in Sock South. So we used to stop all the narco dudes. If we interdict a kilo of cocaine down there, it's not really worth a ton of money. You get that kilo of cocaine into the United States, you know, you're talking about some serious cash. So right now, these filters, this is a hydrophobic material. Uh, this is a P99 equivalent. I can't say P99 because it hasn't been validated. So you have N95, right. lowest, shittiest mask uh, for insurance carriers, uh, in my opinion. I always have to keep saying those things. Uh, and P99. So if you breathe into this, it degrades over time. It's not, it's not uh, resistant to water. Uh, this I could pee on. It's still good. Lasts for a long time. You could wash it. I could use, uh, to wash this mask, I could use low-level UV treatment. I could do uh, dishwasher soap. I could put it in the dishwasher. I'm putting a dishwasher with this material, uh, right. and it's fine. So that's a that's a solution. So all together, if you said I'm buying this to say for five bucks on average, mm-hmm. which is definitely a lower price, after right. five days you cross over. So that's twenty five bucks. Say yeah. this is twenty five dollars plus fifty cent filters. Right. Uh, you know, five six days you're crossing over. The next day you're saving billions of dollars to the government. So this material, which I bought up in bulk. Everyone else was buying copper, uh, and the copper became a price point of, say, platinum. Everyone right. ignored platinum. I just went and bought it all up. Uh, and then with our partnerships, I get it brought here through ways I can't discuss. And then I get right. it sent to different cutters here. And eventually I have different locations where they're going to. So some, is, some mm-hmm. are going to country X, some are country, going to country Y, some are going to this country. And it's a blitzkrieg. It's how much material can I get out as quickly as possible? And then how quickly can I cut it, bag it, label it, and get it out the door? So first shipment comes in Friday. uh, And then it comes in on a steady pace. But we've already kind of blitzkrieg, got it out of, you know, country X. And now it's in country Y. That's incredible, Difficult undertaking. Yeah, just a little bit of a difficult. It sounds like a, a fairly complex undertaking that's like the, just the logistics alone and i so if, if i rewind off this a, a little bit which is we're we're super down the the rabbit hole on the mask which is good but when when we pull the lens back and we start to look at this and you and i both have have dealt with this like and i'm acutely aware of it which is at black Rift coffee my primary sourcing for any material so whether it's a stainless steel mug uh, a shirt, it doesn't matter. What I'm looking for is an American manufacturer. So it's been in the last couple of years, I've really been able to find American manufacturers that have a comparable price point with overseas manufacturing. So I told everybody the halfway through last year, I was like, we're shifting over to 100% American manufacturing uh, across all of our apparel lines. It's taken us a couple minutes to go through that because... American manufacturing has been dead for multiple, I would say, over a decade. You've got you've got multiple manufacturing entities that are essentially they were run out of business by overseas outsourcing. 
You see it in your business. I see it in mine. It frustrates the living shit out of me. And now when we look at this problem that we're in, which I think everybody, I don't know if they're aware of it, but you know, I read this interesting uh, story a couple weeks ago where 90 plus percent of the ingredients, just the ingredients that we use for our drugs that would be used to combat COVID-19, they're manufactured in China. And then the drugs that we would use were manufacturing in China. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, so we're loaning money from China on the national debt. We're manufacturing things that we need for national security reasons through China. Uh, I look at this as like, man, you could, if, if I was a, if I was, if I was a communist country, you could extort the living shit out of us if you wanted to, right? Do you look at this like? What are your thoughts around the outsourced Chinese manufacturing, American manufacturing? Like, who the fuck? sold out who and who's been asleep at the wheel man like who the fuck has been asleep man, that, at the wheel that was, that's uh and and actually who's who's awoke who's woke and is actually trying to yeah. change it but you said something very uh specific a communist regime you know communism in this utopian society that they want to create you know sounds great right. but it's a fascist regime this isn't yes. a communist regime that we're talking about right now. Uh, if I were a fascist regime and I don't like paying for, say, and this is all hypothetical, right? Because I go to that country hypothetical. and manage and deal. Right. It used to. Yeah. Hypothetical. Yeah. So if I didn't yeah. want to deal with the older people and maybe I you know, didn't care about the rampant spread of a highly infectious uh, pathogen, and then I'm also right. one who's acutely aware of the economic warfare that I like to do, uh, where I steal right. patents, you know, I, I had my mm -hmm. tailgater hoodie, the one that holds your beer. Uh, yeah, of course. It's not yep. me like doing weird. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, <laughs> it holds my beer. It, it was uh, it was sold to uh, Pelagic. You know, I had to contact him like, hey man, you get, you guys can't just steal my IP. They're like, oh well, this manufacturer in China, my manufacturer, or sorry, this country. Uh, actually, mm -hmm. I think I'm allowed to say that. Yeah, they, I think they sold it to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's interesting. So, I, you know, I moved and I pivoted, but I couldn't find anyone in the United States to make it. I, I've been working with U.S. manufacturers for, you know, six years now. And, and we've been sourcing right. everything to American made. And you and I both know, like, this same shirt is made in Honduras and it's one-fifth yeah. the price. But made yeah. here in the United States, it's, it's, it, it, you pay for that. So when we yeah. ask people to understand the value of putting people to work in the United States and paying a little bit more, we made it an option. So you could say, hey, default to a non-American made product, it's your choice, right? We live in a country of mm -hmm. freedoms. You want a cheaper version? Pay, pay one, $1 less. You, even though mm -hmm. it costs me way more than a dollar, but there's that perceived value, right? And almost 90% of my customers... Uh, and I'm sure your customers are the same, all opted for that additional dollar. Help offset the additional expenses. But if someone wants American made, this hat, you know, this shirt, North Carolina, you go drive through the hat manufacturer that we utilize, and, and it's a ghost town. The mayor is also the police chief, who's also the businessman, who's all, like, they, it's a ghost town. There's nothing there. And that occurred, you know, when we talked about this free trade agreement that under certain previous administrations that were yeah. of a different political view, um, they they kind of screwed us. And, and you fast forward 10 years later, we outsourced our national security. Because if you talk yeah. about economic welfare and you talk about PPE and medicines as something that is extremely important to our national security, I don't think we're going to make that mistake again. I think people were asleep at the heel. I, I, I think that our current administration 
uh, said, hey, we're not going to allow people coming in from this country, and now he's a racist. And then fast forward two weeks yeah. later, and it's, uh, you know, when people are saying, you know, from New York City, who has the worst outbreak, keep going out, keep doing stuff, everything's fine, and then two weeks later, how could he allow this to happen? Like, you yeah. idiots were going around not listening to scientists, not listening to engineers, not listening to the core of engineers, the commander, saying, I need the Javits Center. I need to manufacture beds like two weeks ago, and I need you guys to stop messing around with politics, because that's where I go on TV shows, and it pisses me off more than anything, because I could really give two craps about politics. This is people's lives. This is like my, the only people I care about in the world, their lives. My kids have asthma. My dad is immunocompromised. My mom's a nurse. So you talk about being personal. Uh, I know that you and I have seen that combat. I feel like I'm back in combat and i know that i'm going up against people where i'm going to cost them billions of dollars and i know that because i get calls from different congressional delegates explaining to me what the the things i'm saying are inflammatory you know i go on fox business and then another ceo from a very large distribution of uh, lumber goes on and says that that person doesn't know what they're talking about the organization he's referencing and alluding to is a great organization and they're doing as best they can. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say in six months, based on all of the data and evidence and things that I have from all my friends who are bearded men and doing clandestine things, uh, they'll come out. You know, the bad actors and the bad people, they're going to go to hell and I hope they go to jail first. Uh, but I think our administration is in a very tough situation. I do not envy any of them because you have a country that has us by the fucking... Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss. By the balls. You can cuss all you uh, want. Yeah, by the balls. It's me. I, it, by, it happens. I said fuck, but my bad. Uh, my kids yeah. always yell at me for I'm cussing. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the new cuss words are, but apparently it's everything. Uh, it, it's, it's really hard because you need to get that stuff out as fast as possible. You need to accelerate manufacturing, but you're going against politics. You're going against organizations that have outsourced everything, you know, where they're all their manufacturing. By the way, FDA certifi certified facilities, almost all in China. So even if you could yeah. make the stuff here, you have to show a chain of custody of all of the products from FDA facility where it's manufactured, FDA facility where it's put together and assembled, FDA facility where it's distributed. Otherwise, it's not FDA approved. So there's, there's so many problems that we're up against in terms of what we did in the past. We've outsourced our national security. People don't understand. It's super complex. I could talk about this stuff for hours and hours and hours about pathogens, about you know micron tests, about other things. I'm a, I like science. I like math. I'm the dude who hates uh, going on TV. I really do. I, I freaking hate it. Uh, I get text messages from our friends all the time saying, hey, can you go come and talk about this stuff? Sure. No problem. I'll try to educate. But when I usually talk to congressmen, government, governors, and senators, and I say, I got to break it down to you Barney style because you don't understand it and you're stupid. Uh, it's like being back in SOCOM where I was always asked to go and present how to execute on very complex missions involving aircraft on the air side uh, to very, very high levels. And they didn't care about cussing. They didn't care about, you know, egos. They wanted to, I want to be in the room with the smartest humans and feel like I'm the dumbest. I feel like I'm the smartest person in the room with a bunch of dummies, and I don't even know how to explain stuff without saying things like, I'm going to break it down to you Barney style, and then people get upset, and then they look at their cronies, and then they tell me that I upset someone, and then I just say, forget it. I'm just going to go work with some civilians that are CEOs, that are smart, and they're dynamic, and they'll pivot, 
So I, you're talking about you know American Airlines, Gulfstream, uh, freaking Gerber that makes all the cutting machines. Your buddy oh, yeah. Rusty, uh, who, yeah. who works with uh, Johnny Morris and 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 mm-hmm. uh, uh, Bass Pro. You know we do stuff with Cabela. Yeah. Like you're talking about some incredible companies that really do care about lives more than profit share. And I will say that when the numbers come out and when we see about these bad actors and these bad companies, and I apologize, I should have turned that off. Right. You know, we talk about these bad people, it's, it's gonna come out. And I, I think that American made the stuff that you and I have been focused on trying to do for years and just trying to find someone who can make a tailgate hoodie uh, in the United States. Yeah. I think I did with one of your partners. You know, I, I, I've, mm-hmm. I've never been able to find anyone through through that uh, network that I have. But when we combine networks, and hopefully, I, I don't want to be in the mass business. I want to do this for maybe 30, <laughs> 45 days. If people can freaking, you know, get this under control and understand this is not the influenza. We have a vaccine for the influenza. You know, th- this is yeah. not uh, the, 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 the Spanish plague this is not something that's going to kill tens of millions but it's going to kill the ones that i care about and it's probably going to kill the ones that you care about at a disproportionate number so i don't care about going into an environment and taking that percentage chance of 0.1 percent of me dying i think i'd do that almost on a daily mission uh it's usually calculated in there at risk assessment that i sign off mm-hmm. on you're probably going to die 50 percent chance uh right i'm i'm cool with that i really don't want to I love the fact that right. I somehow survived all these things, uh, totally jacked up, but I survived. Uh, I don't want to say goodbye to my kids because of a freaking pathogen we can't get under control because people don't want to make decisions. You're talking about people that just indecision is a decision. If you say I'm going to get back to you and I tell you that you have this much time and it's just math and science and here is the data, you know, I've sent it to CFO of Microsoft, had conversations. You know, I've submitted the Bill and Melania Gates Foundation. I've published it online. I allow for anyone to freaking challenge me because I want to be challenged, not because I'm saying I got like a big old dingling. It's just because I would like someone to take this and run with it faster than I can because I have limited resources, limited partnerships. But even with us pulling it all together, we're not going to be in time to really make a debt. You need two things, right? I, I said it before. You had the smartest human in the world that I think, Bill Gates, you know, what politics aside, just a human processing brain. Right. He almost defeated polio uh, if it weren't for Boko Haram, you know, killing some people. Uh, He would have done it. He sunk billions of dollars of his own money. You know, he he figured out a way to reinvent the toilet. You know, these are documentaries that I like to watch that are, you know, watched a while ago uh, before all this. That's, those are the people you want involved. And when that person gets up and says, you need two things, you need testing kits, which the CDC jacked up. You know, here's the here's the kits yeah. you're being used in Europe very effectively. Mm-hmm. Not FDA. We don't want it. We're going to do it on our own. Fumbled around for a couple months. Then we're like, what was that a couple weeks ago? Uh, yeah. U.S. manufacturers, I just need you to make testing kits. And can you do it by the billions like right now? Uh, there's yeah. rapid testing kits. I have uh, access to 10 million right now. If you know any hospitals that need it, I'll just introduce you to the supplier. It's great. I publish it on our, on our site. Um, we need all of them. We need protective right. equipment. You know, this same company that's doing our stuff uh, for the masks, they're also making these shields, all USA made. I'll introduce you to them. They're, they're pumping out uh, tens of thousands of them. They're a little bit more expensive than in the US, uh, but you know, they're, they're doing it. So I, I think that there's a narrative out there that we have to have an FDA approved product. But if, if you remember like Tommy Boy, what did he say? Uh, 
you know, I could give you a, a certified piece of steak by sticking my head up some cow's ass. Uh, you, you don't, you don't need to go through and, and jump through hoops and do these crazy, lengthy uh, tests and results when you're in a time of war. You need something that's good enough, and you need to run with it. And you need everyone to work together in unison. You know that that uh, coordinate sequencing of timing. We don't have time. We ran out of it. And uh, if we don't act faster, it's not necessarily going to kill millions of people. But what happens when people lose their jobs? What happens mm -hmm. when you know that domestic violence, that uh, that actual you know raping and murdering is pretty much the only thing that people are getting arrested for now? Uh, mm -hmm. Luckily, my buddy's dad's uh, assailant was captured. But you know, I, I carry around locked and loaded all day long, ready to go to battle downtown Savannah because that's where I'm at, and it's hood. All of these places that used to be very chill, there's like five shootings a night. I was out last night. You hear clack, clack, clack. <coughs> right? It's insane. Um, yeah, I, I think in the next couple of weeks, unfortunately, I hope I'm wrong. I think it'll apex in the next two weeks if we stick to what we're doing. And I think right. that uh, if we keep doing what we're doing, but be smart enough to say you can't shut down all businesses. You just have to do it a right way. Like businesses have to open right. up. I, I closed down all three retail stores. I have almost no yeah. wholesale opportunities because all the retail stores are not buying. So you're talking right. about losing 45% of my revenue stream, asking me to upfront the cost, millions of dollars for R&D and R&D and R&D mm -hmm. with no real way to make money back um, and then keep 90% of your employees. It's right. at some point, you know, I don't have the uh, slush fund. I don't, I don't have any investors. I don't have any partners. It, it, it makes it so that you put me in a really interesting position where I, I'm now mission essential, but I'm not being compensated. And I don't want to charge people. I want to drive the prices down. I get this for 50 cents. I was selling it for 50 cents. And after I sold a million of them and realized how much money I'm losing in employment costs, I have to increase the price so I can pay for my employees. But these are selling for $3 online a piece mm -hmm. i'm still selling them for i think 65 cents 85 cents you don't need to gouge the market just get the stuff right. out there get this done so we can go back to making shirts uh i think if people stop putting out stupid products that don't work that this will save your life no it won't it's a t-shirt uh, it's going to protect yeah. you from helping someone else you know this will but i can't sell it to anyone but the general public and doctors who want to sign waivers uh, right. Unless someone, you know, changes something, so I, I'm gonna make a plea, and I'll, I'll plea to you know your audience, to any of your connections. Yeah, I said before it took two people, it took you know Bill Gates and the president. And I think that's just false. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I uh, misspoke. It takes one person at this point. It takes the president of the United States. It doesn't matter who he is. It doesn't matter what if it was a Democrat mm -hmm. or Republican. Right now, it's Donald Trump. I happen to think that if he were to push a button and if he were you know told of this uh by the haynes coalition that their team works with that that no one trusts me and who i work with uh and we were to advocate you know please look at accelerated fda uh testing because I, I could do 50 million filters and 5 million masks 3m is saying that they could ramp up from 45 to 50 million in a couple weeks a month uh, i could do it in in two weeks uh, and then after that, I could do much more. That's just the beginning. And their stuff's in right. China, so we're still reliant. Uh, and I think when you look at that organization and say, and that was public knowledge, right? That's what they published out mm -hmm. from their CEO right. a couple of days ago when Donald Trump called them out for saying, 
you know, what are you doing? What did you do? Uh, I, I think people need to understand that uh, if we rely on 3M, who relies on China uh, now and in the future, we're screwed. So bring back U.S. manufacturing, incentivize U.S. manufacturing, maybe incentivize people to innovate right now instead of these right. silly bills that are, I don't know, people are bickering back and forth. We need to you know, pay this person or we need to do this person. Cool. Why don't we just get through this right now? You know, take care of the small businesses who are devastated, you know, restaurants and, and yes. hotel industry and airlines. Uh, take care of them. Don't let them go bankrupt. Afterwards, realize what, what happened. You outsourced our national security. Incentivize it to come back. There are organizations that are super hungry. I got 400 acres here ready to build. I'm already building industrial space. Uh, I'm already bringing on more U.S. manufacturing in-house. That's always been our goal is to do it. Yeah. here in savannah georgia but you know how much upfront infrastructure it is these machines are hundreds of millions of dollars uh you know and and as much as my bank loves to continue to increase my lines of credit when i'm making tons of money right uh not tons but you know making profit right when i'm asking them now like hey i need to borrow another million uh and i'm gonna do it on this super experimental mask and I can't really explain it. By the way, I already just took out the line of credit, so I was more just informing you that I did that. They don't get really happy with me. Um, but if, if the, the government wants to step in, take everything I'm doing, and just run with it faster, totally fine with that. Offer it up, it's online. Go nuts, steal it. Um, that, that's really where we're at, man. No one, no one wants to make masks. Bella Canvas doesn't want to make masks. I don't want to make masks. Uh, I just don't want bad actors to make masks ever again. I want them to uh, to be looked into, uh, and I right. want them to be penalized, and I want there to be an incentive for somebody uh, to 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 do it better here. Well, I think that I think that's just what the the general public just that's what they want, right? I think you're speaking for a a, a, a large consensus of people that that's what they want. What they want is they want to feel as justice has been done to a certain degree as well, right? So when I look at this, and, and you and I are probably way more down the rabbit hole on these things than, than your average citizen because, for instance, two, three, four years ago now, when I tried to look for a double-wall stainless steel manufacturer, vacuum-sealed double-wall stainless steel for our mugs and thermoses, not a manufacturer in the United States. And I was like... Nope. That can't be true. That can't be. I, 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 was, I sat there for months, if not over a year, going, it just can't be true. We don't manufacture double wall stainless steel vacuum sealed. That, that can't be true. No, it, is, it was 100% true. A thermos, if we were to build that thermos in the United States, it would come off the line at fifty to seventy-five dollars a pop, and it would cost somebody a hundred bucks a thermos just for somebody to try to make a bit of oh, margin yeah. in that. So when they explained the economics to me a couple years ago, this was my definitive talking points across the board for a lot of different companies because I sit on another the Small Business Association's Veteran Affairs uh, subcommittee, which was. Veterans are very like when we look at even the veteran community, we're very patriotic. We want to solve problems. You've got a bunch of hardworking guys. 
we can have these initiatives to start businesses, especially in manufacturing, because guys love operational process. They love it. But if there's no manufacturing that can be that, that can can be conducted in the United States because it's not cost effective, what's wrong? And then when we look at the cost of manufacturing, specifically in China, because this is the one thing that I've been beating on for years, for years, which is specifically in China, because it's it is a slave labor force. We can't compete with slave labor forces. And so when we're looking at ethics and business practices in the international trade community, we're looking at America, we're looking at American security, we've got to look at all these things and say, hey, this is great for us to pay a lower price. However, what is the cost of that lower price? What are the second and third and fourth order effects of paying the lower price over the long term? It's actually not worth it. And I think that's the point that I wanted to get to today with you, which is this right now, what I see. A bunch of guys scrambling, a bunch of of fucking American patriots like yourself and companies that are not geared for this, but you're pivoting. You're trying to solve a problem as fast as you can because you're a patriot, you're a family man, you want to get it done, right? That's what ultimately you want to get it done. But you have a lot of other people, the only thing they want is they want to line their pockets. That's what they want. They either want to line their pockets and you got the other side, they want to be reelected. They either want to line their pockets or they want to be reelected. So you have... Two of those or those subgroups, both together, they want to line their pockets and get reelected. They are the problem. When we look at the problems that exist right now, those two people in those groups, we have to lobby our officials and make political change to force the system to kind of push these people out. And my wife was saying it last night. She's like, these politicians that are absolutely ineffective and they they are the ones they're the problems they're the culprits in a lot of these Pur- these purposely issues un- ineffective yes purposely. purposely ineffective they need to be they need to be held accountable she said something like you know more more violent than i'm saying but she said they need to be held accountable i couldn't agree more they need to be held accountable well we could talk offline um, about about how to do that and uh and that's good that's, that's a part <laughs> where <laughs> We can talk offline, and that's where you have good people. Uh, I like Dan Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. I like people like that. Great guy. Uh, that is going to say exactly what he means. Might not always agree with everything, but that's the cool part. You can no. disagree with humans and, and still not hate them. You know, I have my uncle is a super opposite side. You know, ran the Daily Show, right. Bear Report. Obviously, not going to vote right. for Crenshaw. Uh, right. But it, if you get past those different little minor, I think most people are in the center. Right, that you got the far left, mm-hmm. that you got the far right, yeah. and it's noise. And then you have everyone else yeah. who's like, "Are you serious? Is that what we're talking about right now? We're talking about Tiger King and whether or not you're going to pardon him." Uh, right. I think that was one of the questions last night that was asked of our uh, commander. I saw that, and it's so stupid. Ne- next so stupid. question: Let's just talk about how how we can change things. Let's get rid of the noise, and until we can have people wake up and understand, I don't. I'll never be a politician. I'm not. I have so zero tact, and I'm never, right. ever, ever going to go down there, but there's certain people like Crenshaw that can balance it. Um, and, and I think we need to look at getting more of those individuals. Uh, I, I think that when you talk about the labor that's used in, say, China and the documentaries out there about how they have yeah. you know, population control and other med- many control measures, you watch the videos of how they treated this virus, you know, it, just the draconian practices. Disgusting. Uh, it, it, it's disgusting. You can't do that stuff here and you shouldn't. However, right. 
there's good countries out there. Like I like working in South America. Yeah. I spent a lot of time. So in do I. Chile, Peru, you know, uh, Colombia. Like I'm friends with General Monti. I like the guys who I built relationships doing FID in those countries. Uh, and I saw your video going down. I like your takeoff landing in that dirt runway, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I saw some of your about how you have a accountability to make sure that there's a living working wage because their living working wage is significantly less. But it's still mm-hmm. a living, working wage, and you're not taking advantage. You're actually providing right. a service, and that's the big difference between outsourcing to organizations and to countries that could care less about human life, that could care less about some type of living, working wage. It doesn't have to be $15 an hour uh, Seattle you know, mandates, right? because that's just yeah. you know, free economy out the window. But if, if you're in New York City or Seattle and you're not making 15 bucks an hour, that's, you're probably in poverty. If you're making 15 bucks an hour in Savannah, Georgia, I mean, you're living large. I can go out and feed my family right. and, and you know uh, take care of things and live in a nice three-bedroom, two-bath uh, place. But there's there has to be an understanding of uh, you know economics, of human rights, that get careful balance. If we want to th- end this COVID outbreak, we're going to devastate the economy. If we don't want to devastate yep. the economy there's going to be a little bit more deaths. And there has to be an individual that says, I'm trying to find the balance because you can't please everyone and you have to make good decisions and no decisions are a decision. And I think that's where we have a lot of politicians living say, hey, no decisions mean that certain companies are making a billion dollars a day right now and they lobby me. They they Mm -hmm. spend millions of dollars on a lobbyist in D.C. And you can... Google search and see who they are. Right. You can see exactly who lobbies who for what country or what company. And then you can see where their motives and their, you know, loyalties lie. Because unfortunately right. for some people, money is all. For me and you, I know for a fact, I could care less. I mean, I wear t-shirts all day. I don't think I've showered. I smell really bad. Uh, you know, and I I don't think that we care about Gucci Prada. I don't think we care about, you know, super nice uh, Still drive a Ford. <laughs> Still driving forward. Last oh, yeah. time I checked, Tyler. <laughs> I got the uh, I got the the two fifty here jacked up too. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm saying there there's certain people out there that, that that's all it is. It's status. It's uh it's power and perceived power. Um, but you know I've got super loyal, awesome employees that've been with me for years. You know we take care mm-hmm. of them. They take care of us. That whole idea of you take care of your employees, your employees take care of your customers, and it's a full circle, right? And you yep. get that. That's why I like working with you. I, I get to enjoy picking and choosing who I do business with. And I get to tell people to F off if they start demonstrating they're going to be disrespectful to my employees. If they start demonstrating that they are more concerned about money. I have PE firms call me left and right. I would like to partner in you. I will give you tons of money. I was like, what do you bring to the table? A money. And we're going to charge this and that. And like, I hate you. Uh, please never call me. And then you have really, really <laughs> cool people. Uh, you know, Stephen Koch, who owns the Federal Savings Bank in, uh, mm-hmm. in, in Chicago, reached out last night. He's a good friend, uh, a night stalker, uh, happens to own yeah. a bank. Uh, Might have gotten in a little trouble Just with so happens. stuff. <laughs> yeah. little, but he's a good guy. Really he knows, you know, the right people, and he knows business, and he knows that there might be a little opportunity to make some money, but he also knows that the intention is how do we end this now? How do I drive the price down? This filter right here online, go look it up. It's $40 a filter for a small circle that you can't breathe through. $40. You buy a pack of 10 like this, it's 400 bucks. I'm going to get this out the door in the next couple of days for anywhere between $0.50 cents and a dollar. I don't know because I'm using 
very non-standard transportation routes that are expensive and very non-standard packaging with, you know, Bird Cookies helping me package this. Your guys right. are helping me cut it. My guys are distributing it and I had to buy a bunch of machines to accelerate and automate that. So you talk about the cost. I have no idea how much this thing's going to cost me at the end. Uh, I can estimate that it'll probably be somewhere between 50 cents and a dollar. And I can estimate that with 50 million units, if I sell all of them, which I probably will like this, uh, it, it should yield a decent profit only just by adding a little GNA and a little bit of profit margin. And I'll still make mm -hmm. millions of dollars and undercut the market by 500% until right. certain bad actor companies, uh, F you, it's American made, it's one fifth the price. And uh, we did it in a couple of days. So uh, it's like a big fu, and yeah. I like that stuff. Uh, that that kind of motivates and drives me. That's why I said I, I'm fueled by calf, uh, <laughs> Adderall, and hatred. I, yeah. I think I spent most of my time flying at night uh, taking wake me up pills from the government. Uh, I usually don't. I'm prescribed, by the way. I'm not a I'm not a freaking addict, but I have ADHD I like a mofo, and if I can't uh, concentrate, then I can't get it done. But you know. I, my guys, I make them leave at five, but I have to talk to overseas. Right. So I stay up till about right. four o'clock in the morning, maybe get two hours of sleep and then uh, start all over. Um, you get that. Other people get that. Uh, now it, the question is, how the hell do I educate the American public besides doing the one thing I ha hate? No offense. I, I love people at Fox News. Sure. That's cool. I hate volunteering. Yeah. I like being in the background. I don't like being known. Um, I, I know you're kind of very similar. That, I'm very uh, similar. Respects, it's a it's a it's a necessity, right? It's a necessity of for business. Well, hey man, uh, Tyler Merritt, Nine Line Apparel. Check out what these guys have going on. Obviously, we do a ton of stuff with you guys. Uh, love you on the show. I know your time is limited. We're at 50 minutes. I told you we were going to be at 45, so I'm five over. I apologize. That's right, man. I'm going to take my kids to the park for my birthday. Uh, this is, like I said, the probably the second shittiest birthday but yeah. i'm really excited for 2021 uh and yeah. i'm really excited for our partnership thank you so much for everything uh you guys are doing right now and thank you for the hookup last night with your uh your your cutter facility um without that yeah, I, mean, of course. I, I can't tell you how screwed we would have been because uh the rolls are 84 inches and there's no way according to gerber ceo to cut them in half right in time i would have to use a legitimate sawzall which would have ruined it. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah, that was the option. That was the next option to use a right. sawzall to take platinum and cut it in the middle. Uh, and without your guys and having that phone call last night, late last night, and just begging and pleading, and they're like, "Hey, how, how much do you want us to charge?" I was like, "I have no idea. Don't. I'm sure they're not going to screw me over, but charge right. me something fair, and we just need to get it yeah. out the door." And they're off. So without that connection, this whole thing that we're trying to do in the next couple of days wouldn't have happened. So I appreciate it. And that's that's Rusty over at True Timber, True Timber Camouflage, part of the Bass Pro ecosystem, Bass Pro. So Nine Line Apparel, Black Rifle Coffee, Bass Pro, True Timber. These are American businesses. These are American CEOs trying to solve a lot of complex problems out there. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Happy birthday, buddy. Thanks, man.